Just gotta let this. That means I gotta get Claritin. Do that. Do you oh, have? Yeah. Do you have a pollen allergy? I'm a uh, Zyrtec guy. And very random. I'm very random when it comes to allergies. The only reason I'm a Claritin guy is because I think I had experimented like 20 years ago and that seemed to work the best. There may be new shit that works better, but. Paul McCartney. Oh, man, it loaded. Here you go. Whoa. Oh, yeah, because we're going to need it for Mapuche's letter, too. Just had to do the old restart. I'm telling you, it works great. The old restart works. It really Maybe does. 60% of the time. Yeah. All right. We are watching loaded. I'm so sure cast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the I'm so sure cast. Fuck. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 159 of I'm so sure cast. <laughs> I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Hello, everybody. Welcome. And it is a sultry, sexy 60 degrees out tonight here in Seabrook, New Hampshire. This is a giant cock. It is quite nice. It's balmy. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Do you, When you say words like uh, yeah. balmy or calm. Yes. You don't pronounce the L, but I've noticed certain people will be like, all right, stay calm. Yeah. And it's just enough that I can't tell if they're pronouncing the L or not. Yeah. So. Because when you purposely go out of your way to pronounce the L and you go, stay calm, you're like, wait, that sounds like how some people say it. Yeah. No. So are they all pronouncing the L? If you pronounce the L, there's like an 80% chance. You have a large Adam's apple and or perfectly round glasses. I agree. And it's weird because and I don't like it. If you go because at first you go, you start getting self-conscious and you go, wait, saying calm sounds like how certain people pronounce it. And there is an L there. So is that the correct way? But then you think of words like palm. Yeah, no. And you go, no one would ever say, oh, that's a that's a lovely palm tree. No. I'm going to solve this little riddle for you. The L isn't a real L, dude. It's a U. Can you explain that? So, palm. Okay. P-A-W-M. Just pretend it's spelled P-A-U-M instead of P-A-L-M. Palm. I never said an L. Folks, he's right. Palm. This just in. The word palm is spelled with a W. No, a U. Oh, I thought you said W. No, just a U. Oh, we may need to go back to the tape. Oh, okay, folks. In my defense, I wasn't thinking of a, the letter W. I was thinking of two U's, so I overdid it just one. So I'm not going to... Con- I can't confirm or deny if I said W originally. We'll have to review the tape. But in my brain... And the words that were supposed to come out of my mouth was you. But I think the W would work to your point. No. Because then it would be palm. Then you sound like a fucking nerd. Palm. But what about... I guess... Yeah, I guess you're going to get... Yeah. Like the word body. 
B-A-W-D-Y. Yeah, like pawn. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So either way, they work. But like brawn. Right. Brawn. Well, the reason that body, any of these uh, homophobes, I mean homophones, don't work in regular talk is because if I was going to use the word body, Mm. you immediately had to go, wait, what? Oh, he means the other kind. Yeah, no, I would have just, I would have just been like, oh, he's talking about like a person's body, and then would have just like, oh, this body talk over here. I'd yeah. be like, oh, he must be talking about cocks or something. You're right. But he still could be talking about cocks. Could be if it's body. Could fucking be, dude. Yeah. When the fuck did this word originate? I just think short. If we just shorten it, if there's an L, that's comes after an A just pretend it's a U or a W and both of them will work and they'll yeah, save so you body dealing with sexual matters in a comical way so cock talk would be body talk yeah B-O-D-Y and body talk I wonder I'm just gonna see real quick what a stupid word I'm gonna go to cock talk maybe it's like uh, one of those things where there needs to be a little separation when uh, like for instance um, oh my gosh, I just completely lost what I was about to say. Oh, for fuck's sake. Probably wasn't anything. It obviously wasn't wise if it was that easy to slip away. But God damn it. I'm mad. I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. He's not going to take it. I don't think, I don't think cock talk is available. Cock talk. What do you mean? What are you looking at? Sorry, uh, as a website. You said Cock Talk. It had a nice rim to Cock Talk's a great name for a podcast. CockTalk.com is not available. Interesting. Bastards. CockTalk.show is. But who wants anything but .com? Not me. The .com's got to run out sooner or later, though. For sure, but it's like... having have, Owning a .com that's like a good one is like is basically... Okay, it's the first NFT. Mm-hmm. Owning a .com is the first NFT that ever existed. That's true. It is. Nobody can argue otherwise. Not up for debate. No. Someone if because someone wants that, to because that was the first virtual thing for sale. Like well, that was the worth the the first long play. So it was the first virtual thing that you could sell probably. I don't know. But it's like a one of a kind thing. If you own it, you're the only person that can own it. Well, that's how that commie fuck Mark Cuban made all his money, isn't it? Yeah. So he's an NFT trader, Mark Cuban. Yeah, he's an idiot. <sighs> Calm. 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 That, you know what I fucking hate, and we've talked about this before, is how certain words are up for debate. Yep. Where you go... Uh, I don't know. Will you go funnily enough or funnily or I guess that kind of makes sense as an adverb, but the dictionary dumbs down words every year. Yes. So you used to have to say more funny. Yeah. He's more funny than you deal with it. That sounds perfectly fine. Who had a problem with that? Yeah. And then people kept saying, dude, that guy's way funnier than you. 
And then everyone was like, oh, I think it's either or. You can decide. And then the dictionary just adds it. So they water the whole thing down. I like rules. I like rules, too. That's what pisses me off. I like, well, I like some rules. Not I, like all wor- I like word rules. Gotcha. That makes I don't more like sense. mask mandates. Right. Now we're now you're speaking my language. Isn't it so funny that if you fly from New York to London on British Airlines, you yep. don't need to wear a mask? But on your return trip home you had to wear a mask? That's dumb as shit. If these fuckers reinstate this mask mandate in I think on Monday, I'm gonna lose it. They have no obligation. I was at a bar the other day. And some guy brought up the mask mandate. And he's like, well, I just think uh, anything. I'm like, no, no, listen. When you're on the side of making people do something. Yep. All the obligation is on you. You've got to prove your case. If my point of view is you should be able to do whatever you want. Wear a mask if you want. Don't wear it. I don't have the burden of proof. Right. Because my thing is I'm not forcing you to do anything. Right. That's why these arguments, first of all, I never bring up politics, especially COVID, at bars. But I noticed the pro-mask, pro-vax side, they so think they're right and sanctimonious that they have no problem just discussing it as if everyone agrees with them. Right. So I said to the guy, he was all into the vaccine shit. Mm. I said, dude, listen. One side, the side Euron's making people do something. The side I am that I'm on is not making anyone do anything. Yep. So don't get red in the face mad at me when I put the burden of proof on you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I want with words. Yep. I want because now if we get into a grammatical uh, debate, and grammatical debates are fun. I'm not passionate about them. I just enjoy them because it's fun. Yeah, that sounds legit. Here's why they're not fun now. Oh, God. You can make almost anything you say. Uh, you can exculpate yourself with Google. You can find something on Google that'll say, well, actually, you can go either way. Right. Not for literally everything. Most things. But for most things. Yeah. That's That's what I hate. Like back in the day, because the internet is so, um, uh, it's so, what's the word I'm looking for? Changing all the time. I don't know. Ethereal, I guess. What you could, fuck? if you and I got into a, a grammatical debate in 1984. Yeah. Right? Yep. And you and I were arguing, we'd go, Hey, hey, Paul, where, does this shitty pub have a dictionary? I'm sure we Any, were arguing. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, I, I did slur there. Yeah, I was going to say, they're likely... I spelled it right in my head. I just didn't say it right. <laughs> um, I would imagine a trip to a library would be... Well, I bet you everybody had a dictionary back then. Yeah, true. Um, So you'd go, hey, Paul. Yeah. You like fish sticks, Paul? But um, you'd say... Let's get the old dictionary. And then we would both agree it's the dictionary. We both respected that common frame. Tis the Bible of word. Yes. So if it's in there, then that person's right. Right. Nowadays, you can show me one website 
that grants you as the victor. Right. And I can find a countervailing website. Yeah. And no matter, there's no actual, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like concrete truth. Yeah. That's, that sucks. Which is going on with everything. Just blur what the truth is and you can change the truth. Well, yeah, that's change, change the meaning of words. Yeah. You can change what a truth is. Well, yeah, that's what happens. Right. Exactly. That's why, you know, funny, funnier used to be, you're talking about actual profound stuff and I'm still hung up on funnier. No, true. Yeah. But still. It's annoying. It is. Folks, it is. In five years, if you look up truth on dictionary.com, it'll say, uh, oh, that actually is something where people go, it's glad it's glad to share your truth. No, no, no. There's no qualifying the truth. If you and I experience the same event mm. and you have your truth and I have my truth, one of us is there insane. needs to be a neutral truth. Right. So this idea of your truth. No, no, that's the wrong word. It's your opinion, your emotions, your experience. It's like if I flipped a coin and landed on the heads and you were like, they landed on heads. And I was like, well, my truth is it landed on tails. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, a, I'm just a fucking lying idiot. So they're already doing it with everything. With everything. We got to go back to 1988. I yeah, never was I, alive then, but it seems fine in movies. Yeah, 88. That would have been two years before 90. No, one year. Uh, Let's look this up. Uh, Alexa, uh, what's the difference between 88 and 90? 88 minus 90 is minus 2. You didn't say negative 2. Oh, fuck. See, so you are wrong. Oh, you, she thought that you were talking shit to her. No, when, no, you got it wrong. When you go, you didn't say negative. She goes, oh, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I am. It is two. Ninety minus no. ninety minus one is eighty-eight. <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to call Alexa she either. I learned that from Mike. Alexa, from Karen's brother Mike. What's your, what are your pronouns? Here's something I found on the web. Alexa, shut up. Fucking bitch. What's the other thing with pronouns? Ugh. I just figured she'd have some dumb, like, pre-recorded thing. My... Do you have bread? My pro... Like, when you leave a room, right? Yeah. When you're in front of me, I don't use third-person pronouns. I just use second person. I call you you. Yeah. Is that your cock? Yeah. <laughs> Is that your cock and your woman's swimming trophy? But, uh, so, <laughs> when when you're in front of me, I'm just using second person. So when you're away, that's when I would use him or his. When I'm not in the room. So you're demanding that I change my language even when you're not there to get pissed off of me. Right. So that's a big problem. Yeah. So instead of me being like, hey, do you want this pizza? Hey, does Zer want that last? uh... Hey, does him? Hey, him. Do him? Yeah. Do him want the pizza? Hey, does he want his... um... Milk heated up? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm sorry. Him? Who's who's he? I'm already confused. Yeah, then you look it up on the internet. Alexa, what is his pronouns? Alexa, shut up. 
yeah, I was watching Billions. There's a um, a they, and then I I was what? Watching... There's a group of people. See, I just got I got so confused. Oh, but he was uh, no. What was she talking about? He said, "What the fuck did he say?" Wait, what did they say? No, he said to they. Oh, to them. To them. He said something like, you are... Fuck. I'm not going to get it. But he said something like, you are doing great, aren't they? Or something. And I was like, what? It just broke the rules of of grammar. Not because of what the pronoun was, but because of like the tense of the... It was just... Yeah. It made my head spin. I think that's the idea, though. The Aye. idea is that so you just you get so nervous of getting stuff wrong that you go, all right, just tell me what you want me to do. How do I obey? Oh, what's in the box? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Literally, what's in the box? A cock? Congratulations. Seriously. I just rewatched that the other day. I so good. went to rewatch it, and it wasn't, it wasn't on Netflix anymore, I think, question mark? Uh, I watched it on Prime. It was, like, included... Um, was it? It wasn't two bucks or anything. No, and I can't find uh, Grand Budapest on any of the streaming services, which pissed me off. Yeah, what's up with that? Um, you know what's so funny about uh, this is a great argument between subjectivity and objectivity as well, just like your truth and the truth. Right. Uh it's very very hard for me to pick my favorite Wes Anderson film. Yeah. Because I change from, I go from. Rushmore to Life Aquatic to Fantastic Mr. Fox. But the bet I think the best Wes Anderson movie is Grand Budapest Hotel. So oh, it's fantastic. So whether even my own opinion uh I admit is secondary to the objective truth that graded on all metrics, Grand Budapest Hotel is the best. Yeah, I'd say so. So, and that's the, and that uh, inches into my favorite Wes Anderson movie too. That I fluctuate, and then I watch the Royal Tenenbaums, and I'm like, oh my god, this movie's so flawless. Right. But either way, if someone said, "What's the best uh, Wes Anderson movie?" I'd say Grand Budapest Hotel. If someone said, "What's your favorite Wes Anderson movie?" I'd say I have to think about that. If Here's, that makes sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking link right into what you're saying. Oh, I'm going to dock. You're going to enter me and dock. Yes, exactly. Part of how you know how it is the best one is that you would use that one to introduce someone to that director. It's the quintessential. So if you're dating this girl and she's never seen a Wes Anderson film, you're not going to fucking start her out with like bottle rocket. Exactly. Right. You'd be like, we're going to watch Grand Budapest Hotel. You're going to love it. It's funny. It's quirky. Yeah. There's lots of pink. Because he he figured out there is lots of pink. It's like a salmon or yeah. a coral. Yeah, coral. Um, That is him in his, in his prime. Yeah. Because that was when everything just came together. It was your boy. It's like, I'm trying to think. For instance, Freddie Mercury's voice... Yep. Is if you listen to uh is the album with It's a Kind of Magic on it called It's No, what the fuck is no, that? It's album called, called um Jeff right now is going, You idiots. He's slapping his forehead. Hold on, I gotta look this up. Isn't Radio Gaga on that one too? 
No, no, no. This one innuendo. Hold on. No, it's not innuendo. Um, it's with uh. All right. Oh, the album is a kind of magic. Okay. You son of a bitch. Um, so Freddie Mercury's singing mm. is the best he's ever done on It's a Kind of Magic. But the best Queen albums are within 10 to 15 years before that. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? I see what you're doing. So if you were going to say, what's your favorite album with Freddie Mercury singing on it, I'm either going to say The Game or Night at the Opera. But if someone said, what's the best album for Freddie Mercury singing, I'm going to say It's a Kind of Magic. This is a very specific person. Yeah, people are not interested right now. Right. Based on how obscure this went. (laughs) It's like your favorite performance by an actress maybe uh monster with Charlie Theron right but if someone said what's the best movie to look at Charlie Theron in you like oh, you'd say like the italian job i was just going to say yep i know i said that for you yeah thank you uh it's two different things it is you know what I mean? It's like shitting out the window and pissing out the window. Totally different things. Totally different things. I totally agree. Uh, so when I was on the flight back home from from uh, New Orleans or New Orleans, that's another thing. New Orleans. That should not be for debate. Because if you're at a bar and some guy goes, dude, it's New Orleans. You can't say he's wrong because phonetically, spelling wise, right. he's right. Yeah, but why would they name it that? You know what I mean? But if you go to New Orleans, that guy's kind of right too. But anyway, so I don't have a, uh, what do you call the uh, adapter things for your, if you want to have the normal headphone jack. Yeah, the little thunder, tong, uh, thunderbolt jet. We'll just call it an adapter. Yeah. A, do- a dongle. Yeah, a dongle. There we go. I knew it was something body. Right. <laughs> With a W. But the, um, so I'm on the plane and I see that Fantastic Mr. Fox is one of the movies oh. that are, uh, that are I have available? the option of watching. Yes. So I got lucky too. Uh, the plane to and from, I flew Delta this time and they just happen to be brand new planes. Really? So it was great. The touch tunes and the, the brand new seats and all that shit. Um, you kidding me? Know what I'm a big fan of? The two seats on the left hand side, and the three seats on the right hand side. Whoa! Seen this? Heard about this? Haven't even seen this. So passenger side of the plane, three seats. Driver side, two seats. What the fuck? It's great because you always pick. You obviously pick the driver side if you have the choice, right? And uh, it's it's excellent. I think there's a little bit of uh, Schadenfreude where you get to. You kind of revel in the other people's misery. There's three in there, and you it, it makes you feel loose, yeah, and free, yeah. It's like if you were in That's... school and someone was like sweating and they felt nauseous and they're like undoing their buttons. You immediately feel like that, yes, you know. But it's the opposite effect. So they seeing start how sweating. shitty they feel makes you go, "Wow, I'm, I feel, I feel great. fucking awesome yeah. compared to that guy." What was that German fucking thing you just said? 
Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Yeah, it's it's reveling in someone else's misery. It's like when the misfortunes of someone else make you feel good. That's so fucking German, dude. It's so German. Good lord. Nothing, nothing sums up Germanism more than that. <laughs> let me, Esteban was bitten. Let me see if I'm spelling Is that right. Is he dead? Esteban was eaten. He was swallowed whole. No, killed. Why does uh? How is he able to give such a good uh? Uh. German accent. He's played Germans many times. What's his face? He Willem Dafoe. Isn't well, isn't he German? No, he's American, I think. His name's Wilhelm. I'm pretty sure he's American. Let me see. Yeah, he's American. Yeah, well, what are his parents? He's born in Wisconsin. I'm so sure. I love how this is the top photo of him. <laughs> Completely insane. Um, Jesus. Yeah, he's great, though. Let me see. Do we even have it? Oh, we never put it on. What? It's like a reward. Like a reward. It's like a reward. I don't know if I discussed this on here, but yeah, people, you did. I did. Yeah. How it blew up? Oh no, not that. I just met the the scene in general we have on tape that you were the one that set that trend. It's like a reward. So fucking. But I don't you- know if you folks. I just totally. J- hijacked what you were saying and just I, was I like I hate when this podcast goes on like these weird unexpected turns. I know right like stay focused like just talk about one thing the whole right. time right right stick to the notes yes um but of course everyone in here remembers it's like a reward from Django Unchained when we discussed it on this podcast which is being a fantastic fucking line it will no. It's not the line. The line's good. The delivery of the line, yes, is fucking killer. It's mid sip, and then he has to swallow. It's like a reward. But he says it like he kind of interrupts the swallow yes. to answer. It's like a reward. Oh, it's so so good. fucking good. So now. I here I am thinking I'm this fucking this guy that has this acute sense of little yeah. little obscure moments in movies that no one else appreciates. Yes. And like that's like that's like my thing. Right. That's, that's my friends group thing. Yeah, that's your inside joke. Only me and Tim Jim know what the fuck Correct. That uh, that reference is. Correct. And now here I am on fucking TikTok and Instagram and now it's a trend. It's a trend to put like um, you'd write like taking a shit after a long day of working in the oh, sun. Oh, so it's a meme. Yeah. So it'd say that and then it would be the person like me sitting there taking a sip of a cup of coffee and swallowing it and then going, it's like a roar. And How now it's, a, that it's a thing. That's so strange. I think you started it. I think that I started it. Stranger things have happened. I do think that certain things like that, especially a movie that's 10 years old. And I'll have to go back and listen to when we did this, when we talked about it. But I feel like I tried to look it up, couldn't find it, and then was like, oh, here it is, and then found it. If you type it in now, it goes, what's the origin of the meme? It's like a reward. That's insane. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, you sons of bitches? 
Yeah, that's very odd. They stole my thing. So you've got your finger on the pulse of stuff, so we should think of other stuff. I bet you in a year... There's going to be a bunch of people filming themselves at restaurants going, do you have bread? Yes. And then going, we have potatoes. Absolutely. If that happens, we'll officially know. Yeah. If it becomes a TikTok thing to, to ask someone if you have bread and answer, we have potatoes, then we know. That's it, Darren. This is where everyone's getting their TikTok memes from. Right. Oh, fuck. It's like a reward. It's like a reward. I had turned the sound off and forgot. Why are we wasting this seven pounds of meat? If that becomes a trend, we know. Then we know. That's one of my favorite clips ever. Do you have bread? We have potatoes. I love how ashamed and agonized he is that he doesn't have bread and he has to be like, dude, I know it sucks. Potatoes are so fucking boring, but like, listen, we all want bread, but the wheat doesn't grow in the ground. You know what I mean? The water's salty here. What a great movie. Has anyone seen There Will Be Blood? Women don't count. Sorry. Um, (laughs) No, I'm serious because women. I know where you're going. Because if women were talking about. Some Janet Jackson album, and they're like, has anyone heard that album and wasn't fucking amazed? You wouldn't let men's opinions count. Yeah, no, I'm sure there's, there's, if you took a measurement of how many men liked the master and how many women liked the master, it would be, it'd be 90% men liked it. And yes. Only 10% of women liked it. Yes. Uh, but 100% of who liked it likes uh, female genitalia yes if that makes sense right so there's the men who like it and the women who like it and the venn diagram of who likes women sexually it's all just one circle gotcha um but i've never heard of anyone watching there will be blood who walked away from that saying one that movie wasn't amazing. And two, I never want to see that movie again. You know what's interesting about that movie is before I knew what that movie was, before I knew it was called There Would Be Blood. Yeah. Before I knew who Paul Thomas Anderson was. Right. That was one of those movies that just was like on TV sometimes. Yeah. And me as a young lad was like, well, I'll just keep watching this because it, it draws you in. But it doesn't make sense that it's a movie that no. draws you in, but it does. But I did that thing where I like partial watched that movie eight times. Yeah. Not knowing what the fuck it was. And then eventually I, you probably were like, oh, they're but so good. And I put it on. I was like, I fucking have seen this movie like yeah. 10 times. Here's what, it's one of those movies. Here's what happens. Um, when you watch it, you... You know you like it, but you're not like, oh, shit. This is going to become one of my favorite movies. Right. You don't think. This is a giant cop. Right. But then you go to bed and you wake up the next day and now it's like lunchtime. Yep. And you're like, I don't know why. It's like two and a half hours moves at a leisurely pace, but I kind of want to rewatch that movie. Yeah. I feel like you get up in the morning, you get in the shower. Mm-hmm. And then you just start fucking, you just start being like, 
Start beating off. Now, if I come up there and I find you've been lying to me, I'm going to take more than my money back. Is that all right with you? That's what it is, too. When you have morning voice and you're in the shower and it's echoey. Yes. You're doing shit like that. And you sound like Daniel Plainview. And then you're like, fuck, I got to watch that movie again. Well, that's what's great about lines, uh, rather dialogue, sparse movies, is because there's not a ton of talking in that movie, but when someone does talk, they have your full attention. If we put our tent over there, we'll be out of your way out of there. <laughs> I'm sure I'm I'm like Randy Marsh. Yeah, yeah. You're just a South Park character. We'll be out of your way over there. That, do you have blood? <laughs> we have potatoes, buddy. <laughs> oh, um, and Wes Anderson has the coolest, funniest dialogue ever. Oh, yeah. I Every fucking line in... Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou is so <laughs> funny. When he goes, what does he drink? Cognacs? What What does he get when he he's drinks on? Campari. He goes, intern. Campari? No, no, he goes, intern. Campari? And the guy goes, on the rocks? And he just finger snaps, yes. <laughs> like, shit like that. It's just so funny. Because nobody just drinks that by itself. But it's just, no, but it's just like how the, uh, what... <laughs> What in the normal universe everyone would find hilarious and bizarre in Wes Anderson movies, everyone just finds like so matter of factly. <laughs> like when someone's like, Do we have a glunt? Do- oh, I forget what the actual line is. Boo's probably going to be mad that I'm butchering this. But when he's going on about uh, when somebody asks, uh, Does everybody get a Glock? And he goes, uh, the- I think. And he goes, Do the interns get a Glock? And someone goes, Oh, they share one. Yeah. Like, like they take turns holstering a Glock. Oh, it's so good. It's the funniest movie, man. Son of a bitch. Now all I want to do is watch Wes Anderson movies. That's That would be the best. Uh, r- let's rent out a theater and do a Wes Anderson double feature. Yeah. Because I definitely do want to do that there will be blood, but only me, you, and Eric would be interested. Yeah. Wes Anderson... We we can get a lot of people because those movies are fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder if that's still a thing. We got to call around. It's got to be a thing. Nobody goes to fucking movie theaters. Anymore. I think it probably is, uh, because <clears throat> movies still, occasional movies still do well. I saw the new Scream, and I saw something else recently in theaters, and it was crowded. But I think other than big releases, they're still hurting for attendance if it's like a i don't know how much it is um if what i think is happening is happening it better not be like how can you not love that it's so good it's so good that's why uh fantastic mr fox always creeps into my temporary favorite because basically anytime i watch fantastic mr fox like i refresh myself that becomes my favorite Wes Anderson movie for the next couple of weeks because it's, I think that's his wittiest movie. It's so fucking funny. It's so good. Why did they cut out letters from a magazine for the ransom note? We know who they are. I don't know, but we did the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so good. Oh, son of a shit. Was I going to say something? And then I, yeah, you're going to say something brilliant. Uh, um, remember? <sighs> 
I fucked up. I don't remember. It's time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Is that what you were going to say? Fucking brilliant, dude. No, that's better than probably what I was going to say. But we can check the old... Um, the significance of the passage of time? Yeah, we can check the old email machine. Oh, yeah. Let's check the old email machine. I've also been finding, because I'm trying to buy a car, that cars in New Han- in New York and like Philadelphia are like $5,000 cheaper than they are here. It's pretty crazy. Interesting. Yeah, but who wants to go four hours to buy a car? Not me. Uh, this one is from Boo Dankus. What, Whoa. What would be your Mount Rushmore of childhood? Oh, that's a good question. Board games? I put it. Oh, I'm like, why do you put this in quotes? And then he explains why he put it in quotes. He put board games in quotes. He said, I put it in quotes because one of mine is Connect Four, which I know isn't a board, but not sure how else to categorize it. Well, it's a board game, B-O-R-E-D. And then he said, in no particular order, Monopoly, Connect Four, Battleship, Hungry Hungry Hippos, enjoy. Get Okay, now I get it. What is your Mount Rushmore of childhood board games? Uh, sorry is always my top because I've never been clever with board games, and that was always like the uh, easy one to understand. One of my top will definitely be Mousetrap. Mousetrap is great. Uh, the, however, the purpose of the game is to do total assembly. So you got to really be in an excited mood yeah. to do mousetrap. Yeah. Cause it might fizzle out by the time you set it up. But that is a great, that's actually a great one because it gets everybody really excited. You know what? And, and right now I'm just realizing like all the time I would be like, Oh, can we play mousetrap? You know, to my parents or whatever. And whoever I'm asking would always be like, it just takes so long to set up. Right. And now I'm realizing. But that is the game. Yeah. It's like saying, do you want to raise a barn? But I'm now realizing that it's because I was a young piece of shit. Mm. And uh, what does every fucking kid do? They're like, oh, I want to do this. And you're like, okay. Then they get fucking complaining when you, you try s- to explain the rules. Well, no, you set it up. And then they go, oh, I want to do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fickle. Fox. It's like uh <laughs> I always fickle always reminds me of Summer Wind by uh Frank Sinatra at the end when he goes, My fickle friend. Yeah, yeah. And I just picture that take, it's like he probably told his fucking mistress that his wife was gonna be at the studio that day. Yeah. He's like, Don't come because fucking uh Julia's gonna be there. Yeah. And then She's like, okay, okay. And then and then like while he's doing the take, his wife's there watching. And then he sees the door open and the fucking mistress walks yeah. in. Yeah. My like, fickle friend. He's just so f- and he's flipping her off. And he was about to say fuck, but then he like was like, Oh yeah, I'm recording. Yeah, this yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah, that's that's what really happened. Yeah, yeah. Um so um I'm gonna say so sorry is gonna be my 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 George Washington. Great game. Um, my Lincoln would probably be Mousetrap. Yep. My, who'd be my Teddy Roosevelt? I, I'd have to go with Monopoly. Okay, that's fair. And then, uh, I feel like, 
Fuck else. I feel like I got some weird shit in there. Like so, Mapuche counted Connect Four. Yeah, dead. Yeah, I don't. I I'm assuming by board game he doesn't physically. He just means mean a game, board game at your house. Yeah, and I think I'm doing Mousetrap Scategories. Trying to think of board games. Scategories right was fantastic. Remember that game? Don't break the ice. Uh, no, not quite. It did like that one. That one was pretty good. But see, all my games are not board games. They're, you know, like the opposite of that. Mm. What does that say about me? You know, maybe it says I'm, I'm dumb. Yeah. So I got, sorry, mousetrap, monopoly, and I guess my fourth would be, um. I don't fucking know. What else was there? Oh, uh, fucking Yahtzee's got to be. Can we count Yahtzee? Yeah, that counts. No. I mean, if I'm counting what I'm yeah. counting, that counts. I'm gonna, I fucking love Yahtzee. As an adult, Yahtzee's my favorite. Ooh, heart palpitation. Oh, no? Yeah. Dude, gonna die soon, I'm telling you. It's weird how it feels like, um, it feels like, you know, when you're in a, in a fucking, someone's. Like whipping down the highway and they shift gears. Yeah. That's what it feels like sometimes. Sure, yeah. Your heart's like just... uh, Shifting gears. Yeah, but in a really rough way. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. That makes sense. Um, Yeah, I guess that'd be it. Operation? Operation was fun. See, none of mine are board games. I'm just too dumb. I mean, Monopoly is cool, I guess. No, they should have called it B-O-R-E-D, board games. Yes. Like, what do you do when you're fucking bored? That way, everything counts. Yeah. Board games. I always wish I knew more card games. I feel like a loser that I don't know a lot of card games. Yeah. Like Starbuck. Um. Yeah. I guess that'd be it. <sighs> I put three treats out there. Cat didn't take them today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, still out there. Son of a bitch. I didn't really have the type of family, though, that would gather around the fireplace yeah, and, we, and do a whole board game thing. That was a rare thing for us. And I feel like as a kid, you're like, why don't we fucking have board game night like every night? Yeah. And my family was uh, dinner's ready. Everybody grab a plate. Go in front of whatever TV you're watching and, yeah. and then just fucking stuff your face and watch whatever. <laughs> I was a big TV family. TVs is enjoyable. I'll tell you that. Much. I think we tried one time to say like, all right, we're, we're going to do a proper dining room dinner. And it just didn't work. Yeah. Everyone was kind of like, all right. Because we were close enough. Where we, we just started bickering. No, not bickering, but we were kind of like, no, I think it would have, there would have been more of an effort if my sister and I were like shitty kids to our parents. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I argued past the age of like eight. I don't think I argued with my parents once. Yeah, me either. So they never felt like, all right, not saying that uh, I like doing the family time. It doesn't, I'm not saying you should only do that if your kids are fucking assholes. But I'm right. saying we never sent the message like, oh, we're we're fraying or something. Yeah. We got to correct this. Right. It was like, everyone's fine. So we're going to go watch TV in this room. You can just fucking. Watch. I love. I'm just like picturing all the shit. So like you never eat at the table, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, one night your your parents are like, you know what? 
maybe we should have like a, a sit down dinner. I feel like we're depriving our children of <laughs> of that of that. And then uh, they both are just like, this is dumb, but OK, let's just try. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then uh, you're all sitting at the table and your mom goes, so uh, Timmy, how was uh, school today? And her dad just goes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the grapes. Yeah, that's what it would be like. It would be like a hostage tape, but everyone's the hostage. Like we'd be sitting there and with no television on, and everyone would be looking around like this is gay. So, uh, Annie, what are you up to this weekend? You're like, oh, okay. Well, that's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> that's my favorite line in American Beauty. Another great movie. Again, it's hard to pick my favorite line, but. I love when Kevin Spacey goes, uh, I forget what the daughter's name is, like Janie or something. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, how was school today? And she's like, yeah, it was okay. And he goes, just okay? And she goes, no, dad, it was fantastic. <laughs> and then even Kevin Spacey knows like this whole effort to have a dinner conversation is a totally, totally futile and failed. And he just like continues eating. Yeah. Like he's not even pissed. Yeah. Although at one point he does whip his uh whip the, the salad bowl against the wall. Yes, classic. Um yeah, it's too bad he wound up being such a creep in real life because yeah. he dude, he was so good. Even the other day I saw that uh Netflix added margin call. All of a sudden Netflix's movie library is really fucking good. Um they must so, have hired Mike DeBasia. So Netflix is the only movie yeah, I know, honestly. Netflix is the only streaming service that will uh, work on my fucking work laptop because I need all these plugins for the other ones. The fuck? Starbuck. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, every now and again, if it's, you know, four o'clock, end of the day, maybe it's 11 a.m., I'll put I'll just go on Netflix. And uh, so they had margin call. Yep. And I watched that movie. And that movie is so fucking good. That's another movie I can't imagine any guy watching and not loving. Right. Um, And I'm watching it. Everyone's great in it. The script is super smart. But even I'm like, dude, the this the best part of this fucking movie is Kevin Spacey. He's so he's so good in this fucking movie. And uh, yeah, it's too bad he got canceled. I think he would have been okay. If he didn't do the um, yep. the Frank Underwood apology, yeah, yeah, because nowadays I think the biggest upset in current society is that like you can't talk about who you fuck in front of little kids. Yep. <laughs> so I think if he just stayed long enough for when saying, "Hey, maybe don't discuss sex with first graders." <laughs> and everyone and you're the bad guy. Right. I think if Spacey came around now, he'd be great. Yeah, he would have he would have not been canceled. Yeah. He would have not had to pretend that he was apologizing to people. Yeah, all he had to do was wait wait till about like another year. Like yeah, when did he get canceled? Maybe 2017. 2018. If he yeah. just waited another year or two, he would have been fine. He would have been fine, just fine. Because how are you going to measure what he did? Uh, it's awful, right? But by today's standard, it's run of the mill, right? He gives a shit, right? Again, I do want to do. 
I really do want to do an undercover video where I go into a doctor's office. Yep. And I go, I want to, I really want to amputate my hand and watch how they refer me to counseling and say, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Right. And then have you go in or we could reverse the rules. Right. Go in a week later and say, I want to cut off my cock. <laughs> And then watch the same doctor go, okay, we've got some openings next Thursday. <laughs> and then go, dude. 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 Fucking kidding me? This guy walks in, he wants his cock off, you won't even cut it? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty goddamn good. Dude. Oh, what else? I don't know. What else? We went to... Uh, I said get drunk. Or no. I said get liquored up and take him to the peach tree dance. Another great line. Because... Okay. You know why... That's the difference between... <laughs> yeah. That... No, he goes... Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know why Paul Thomas Anderson is actually what you call a... Like... An artiste? Yeah, because of this. I say get liquored up and take him to the peach tree dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great scene because that's when he realizes... It's not his brother. Yeah. But here's why Paul Thomas Anderson is, is the best filmmaker, meaning write and direct. Yep. So Quentin Tarantino... Um, so if you took the script to Django Unchained, right? Yep. Um, and you sold that just the script. Yeah. Let's say Tarantino's like, I don't, I got my hand amputated and I, <laughs> I can't direct anymore. Yep. But I dictated the script to my secretary and she typed it up. You could sell that script to fucking anybody and it won't be as good without Tarantino directing it, but it's still going to be a fucking amazing movie. Right. Right? Yep. If you took the script to There Will Be Blood, one, no one would even know what to do with it. Right. And it would be absolute shit. <laughs> like, the script to the master would be shit. Yeah. But he's somehow able to, because he sees the whole thing in his mind and makes it work. I don't think anyone else could take the script to the master and even know what the point is. Right. You know what I mean? Even uh, even in the script, he says, for There Will Be Blood, he's like, uh, opens up, and then it says, no sound for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, be great. It's your boy, dude. The first thing the new, the new director does is... Uh, do you have any bread? We have potatoes. He just scribbles that out. <laughs> Movie's ruined. Um. <sighs> anyway, what else? I wonder if Gargoyle's still alive. Okay, what else from Wendy's? Probably not, dude. I thought when Mapuche first asked this question, he was asking the Mount Rushmore of our childhood, like, what are the f who are four people not in your family that are are you know, presidential in your Mount Rushmore in terms of just 
marking history. And one would definitely be Gargoyle for me. <laughs> what else? What else? I got it. Does fucking Dennis, Mr. OK, still live next to my Uncle Mike? No idea. No idea, okay? No idea, okay? Yeah. I I was just talking to Mike and Case about uh, digitizing that video. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That would be something special. It's got to happen. I'd really enjoy that. I really would. I don't know what they're sitting on. I don't know what they're taking their time on. What they're sitting on is a fucking gold mine. Well, yeah, that's a good point. I know what they're sitting on. I just, you just don't, don't know, know why they're si- what seated. The, what the holdup is. You know, and I have all these rolls of... This is totally unrelated, but in my fridge, I have a bunch of rolls of, of fucking uh, of film, 120 millimeter film, that I just really need to have developed. Yeah, dude. Shit like that is so fun to it, revisit. But I just don't want to spend like $150 to do it. Don't they have companies, though, where you, you don't even need to organize it. You just send them the box and you're like digitize all this shit. Yeah, and it'd probably be like 150 bucks. I'm guessing. I think I'd be worth it. I'll think about it. Because even if it's shit, it's got... It's like a... Uh, it's like a little fly on the wall. There's probably so many pictures of Ian in there. Just Ian. loads and loads of pictures of Ian. I bet. There's probably a couple pictures of you, too. Could be. Who knows, though? I have no idea what's on there. None. Did you ask me to pose? They're a minimum pictures? of 10 years old. Um, yeah. I'll look tonight. I'll see how much. I'll well, how your much uh, time capsule was a huge disappointment. I thought that was great. Nah, that was great. <laughs> that was great. And what are you supposed to do? How old were you when you made that? Like fucking like 11 or some shit. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you have to bury at that point? Right. I said, get liquored up and take him to the peach tree dance. Oh, so, you know what I was, um, I don't know how this came to be in Castaway. You've seen Castaway. Oh, love it. So I was looking at classic movie trailers and, uh, oh, what the, f- it must've been from 2000 or 2000. Two, whenever Castaway came out, um, so I was looking at some. I feel like I've seen that a lot of times. Some old trailer, and the Castaway trailer pops up. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'll watch that, dude. In the cat, dude. <laughs> in the Castaway trailer, they show. So you're watching the trailer. And it's like the guys, like the narrators in a world type voice. In a world. So you see Tom Cruise. I mean, Tom Hanks. He's at the FedEx things kissing uh, Helen Hunt goodbye. Uh, they're joking like, hey. And then you see the plane, the the alarms going off, the fire crashing in the ocean. When things don't go as you expect. Then you see like him him wash ashore with uh on the little yellow raft. Yep. And then it cuts to him. And then it's his like and then it, it kind of fades to black and it shows the quick thing of him spear fishing, and then you see that he's this fucking island man now, right? Yeah. So anyways, 
you're watching the trailer, you're like, oh, this is fucking great. Yeah. This is going to be great. I wonder if he gets off the island. Then it immediately cuts to Tom Cru- Tom Hanks in the fucking plane, and his buddy's going, yeah, we... Man, it's been four years. She had to move on. We all thought you were dead. And I'm like, what the fuck? In the fucking trailer? You idiot. Let me just fact check myself. This definitely happened. In a world. In a world. Where one package doesn't get delivered. <coughs> Fed Cox. All right. I mean, it's one of my I, it's one of my favorite movies. Oh, it's so goddamn good. I will say the last half hour of the movie. Um, right. You could have gone without it. Could have gone without it. I w- see it back again, dude, to my magic power of, of knowing everything. I wish I had a list of how many times I've seen every movie in my life. Mm. And I guarantee at the top of that list is Ocean's Eleven and The Italian Job. The Unknowable. The Unknowable. I just want to know. Coming this summer. Hold on, I gotta find this. Tom right. Hanks. Well, I keep saying Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks plays a bearded gentleman. I got a gift for you. Oh my! My granddaddy used it on the Southern Pacific. I'm always gonna keep this on Memphis time. It's a photo of her. I love you too. And, uh, stop watching. I'll be right back. I'm assuming everyone listening has seen. Is all this turbulence from Santa and those eight tiny reindeer? Gotta buckle up, Chuck. It's gonna get bumpy. Now I want to rewatch this movie. Wonder if this is streaming anywhere. Just watched on shore. think that I am right here. 100 miles squared. That's a search area of 500,000 square miles. That's twice the size of Texas. From the Academy Award-winning director of Forrest Gump. Why don't they do narration for movies like this anymore? Tom Hanks. You wouldn't have a match. Any chance, would you? At the edge of the world. (laughs) The end of a man's journey will become the beginning of his life. I would rather take my chance out there on the ocean than to stay here and die. You were lost for four years. Yep. We had a funeral, coffin. What? What was in it? You just gave away the fucking ending of the movie. Son of a bitch. What is the... Do you know how many people you robbed of of inve- emotional investment by telling them that he gets off the fucking island? I feel bad for anyone that... that for anyone that was like, oh, you've, you haven't seen Castaway? Dude, you've got to see it. Dude, check out the trailer. Check pull the it trailer. up, pull it so up, good. pull it up. And then they're just like, oh, well, I don't need to see it now. And you they go, go I literally just watched the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Trailers now are way too... Uh, uh, detailed. You know what I mean? 
Right. They go through the whole movie. Too it's much. A, it's a cliff notes for movies, fuck. Too much. It it is too much, Doug. Like if the Django unchained uh the entire fucking trailer, right? Was he goes, uh, uh fuck what does he say? He says something like you you kill <laughs> you kill white folk and they pay for it or something, right? Yep. And then he just goes Slack a reward. And yeah. that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it goes coming the summer. I go, fuck, they ruined it. <laughs> yeah, he goes, What's a bounty? He goes It's like a reward. <laughs> so good. Coming. You know what I figured too? So <laughs> obviously Christoph Waltz is one of the best actors of all time. Oh, fantastic. Uh specifically him in that movie is so oh, good. Fucking so good. Um, so I'm not in any way denigrating the talent because the way he says that line is perfect. But I have noticed that because I remember I did a uh, from acting class that I took for one stupid semester in college because yeah. it was like a stupid elective. Yeah. And also even being in like little skits that we used to do. Yep. If you are. Eating or drinking or um, let's say you're supposed to be busy on the phone. If you're just busy, everyone's a good actor. Yeah. So if I suck at acting and you go, dude, um, pretend you're doing your homework and I, you, I only have half your attention. Just read your lines that way. Yeah. I'll look like a good actor. Right. Then That's when I realized Brad Pitt, other than his funny roles. Uh-huh. Like Burn Out to Reading and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's awesome in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But other than that, Brad Pitt is a shit actor. And I realized, because I was watching, everyone notices that in Ocean's Eleven, he's eating like in every scene. Yeah. He specifically asked the director, like, dude, I got to be eating something in every scene. That's because he must have known he's a shit actor. Maybe. So... Because it's way easier to act if you're taking a bite of something and then going like, oh, yeah. Because the way you deliver lines, you get a pass from the audience. Right. Because you're like, oh, he's chewing on a fucking apple. Right. So if I were ever cast in a movie by luck and I was nervous that someone was going to realize I was talentless, I would just ask the director to allow me to my character to eat something in every scene. Right. Not that Christoph Waltz needed it, but if Django was like, what's that mean? What's bounty? If he was like, ah, it's like a, it's like a reward. Yeah. It'd still be fine. Yeah. But taking a sip of a nice frosty oh. beer and going, it's like a reward. Yeah. So much better. Oh my God. Imagine. Imagine. I, imagine I take it way too far in every scene I'm in as an actor. I'm just sipping something and answering. <laughs> Wait, why? What did the killer say? He said, you know why he killed that guy? <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? What What did he look like? He's like 6'3". <laughs> the director's like, cut. <laughs> oh, Love Christoph Waltz. God. I woke up the next morning under my bed, which I thought was weird. Every year now for what? When did we start this thing? Fuck. 2018, I think. 
Every year for four years, we've tried to get Eric to reprise his call-in. Every daylight saving time. I always forget. Is it daylight saving or daylight savings? That one. Daylight savings time. Yeah, that's what I think it is. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, nobody would ever say daylights. Right, because that, that means like the daylight itself has a bunch of savings for its own daylight. Yeah, and for there to be daylights. No, 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 like daylight apostrophe S. Oh. Like. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, no, I still think it's the other one. Yeah, you're right. But every time we're like, Eric, call in. Because he has a character on the show now He's like, ah. that it became a huge hit. Yeah. Everybody loved it because it was hilarious. Yep. Just do the same thing. Call in for five minutes. If that was a recur, that would be a great recurring thing. Every or so twice a year when we change the clocks. Yeah. He calls in for five minutes. Yeah, it'd be great. Just to let us know how he's doing. It'd be fantastic. And he won't do it. He's always like, nah, because today I had to, I worked in the yard and then later I have to go to yoga. So yeah, please. I can't have five minutes on the phone. I fucked up. And I go, what? And then he just goes, got to go. Got a jet. <laughs> got a jet was the best text. Whenever, whenever in the group chat, you'd say something and people would pile on you. Whenever you'd go, anyone, it's a great bailout. Got a jet. <laughs> It's just great because it's like, it's like the, the visual of just pulling the parachute, <laughs> and just exiting the plane. It's like a reward. It's like a reward. How did it went like you get so tasteful? Uh, I uh, thought I felt like I was gonna say something earlier and I didn't. I don't. That's just every episode. I go, oh, didn't I have a thing? Yeah. And you go, didn't you? And I go, I don't know. I guess not. Hmm. Nope. Because the last thing I wrote down is was the 1700s. They called it a poop and a fart. Oh right, right. The the uh, the reward trajectory of man's thoughts. They give it to the Russians. Why what the, the fuck? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's probably it then. Um. <laughs> I also realized that my mix has been dog shit lately. Um, that was painfully crazy. Something happened. Like I lost plugins or something. But it sounded like shit. So I'm going to really try to make this week not sound like shit. He's going to try, folks. And then I'm going to save it, dude, as a template. And then no episodes will sound like shit anymore. You look like a fool, don't you, Dilford? Which I know what you're thinking. Didn't. Wouldn't you have already done that? Yeah, no, I did, but then something fucking happened and I lost plugins and it fucked everything up. Ah. So I'll do it again. Do it again. Hey if man, I think you're doing great. There, we'll be out of your way over there. Yep. Then he goes, I drink your <coughs> Oh no. Milkshake. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god, terrible. I can only do uh I can only do Daniel Plainview for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Same for the movie voice. I can only do that for brief, brief periods. Of you got to do it like this. I 
<laughs> I drink your milkshake. <laughs> Uh, all right, folks. Well, write us an email. It's not the dot Tim's at gmail.com. Send us a fucking email. Write it to us and send it. Um, and we'll read it. All right, folks. They used to call him Gordo the Weirdo. Why are you good? The summer wind came blowing in from across the sea. Come on, man! It lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me. I, I'm not sure what you mean. Should, how do we... Uh, well, I'm, I'm not in a position... I, 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 I don't think that's relevant to... I mean, I, I, you, you get where I'm going. That really golden cool. sand. Two sweethearts. We've decompartmentalized. And the summer wind. It's even got a cup holder. How's that spot? Like painted kites, those days and nights, they went flying by. Are you black? Beneath a blue umbrella sky Everything woke turns to shit Then softer than a piper man One day it called to you What the hell is even that? I lost you I lost you to the summer wind The autumn wind and the winter winds have come and gone. The extra cut is in the sink. And still the days, those lonely days, they go on and on. Who completely agreed, they all agreed. And guess who sighs his lullabies through nights that never. The summer wind. Let the boy watch. The summer wind. So I turned the pot hoping it would solve my problems. But you know something? The only thing it fixed was my life. The summer wind. You look like a fool. I'm so sure can.